Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's Medicinal Monday. I'm Dr. Susanna Alter. And it's Dr. Ben here. And we're both naturopathic doctors who empower individuals to heal themselves with whole food plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. So here we are talking more about food stuff, nutritional stuff, specifically whole food plant-based nutritional science. And we're excited to unpack the topic of calcium, understanding calcium and our calcium needs. And of course, when people hear the term calcium, which is of course a mineral, an important mineral for the body, which we'll get into all of the things concerning that. But a lot of people just jump to bone health and, oh, I got to get enough calcium to ensure my bones stay strong and healthy. So we're going to be talking about calcium and the calcium requirements for our body. But we're also going to be expanding the conversation to touch on bone health at large, which of course is much more than just calcium intake. Yes. And this is an important topic in the context of whole food plant-based eating because it's definitely one of the biggest, the most common misconceptions out there that in order to get enough calcium, you need to consume animal products, mainly dairy is what, what comes to mind for most people. And I think I know, I think I know why this is a misconception. I think this is a deliberate misconception due to misinformation from, dare I say, propaganda sources uh, from industry study, industry funded studies around calcium. So the, the nutritional science is a little bit muddy and um, it's hard to sift through, or it has been, but people have sifted through it and gotten to the heart of the matter. And so that we're going to be sharing that with you. Uh, But when we're talking about calcium and we're talking about the body, it's incredible that 99% of calcium is in fact stored in our bones, in our teeth and uh, in those places, or at least that's where it should be. And calcium is the most abundant mineral in the human body. So of course, we're going to need to ensure that abundant mineral in our body stays replete and we are getting enough calcium in our day-to-day nutrition. Yes. Yes. But it's also important to realize that calcium is not just needed for healthy bones, but it's also required for many other physiological processes in the body. Some of those include healthy muscle contraction, signaling neurological pathways, and also facilitating tons of different enzymatic reactions in the body. 
Yeah. And whenever we're talking about minerals and vitamins and different things happening within the body, uh, generally we're talking about an intricate balancing act that's always maintained by our body. It's not just a matter of just dumping a bunch of calcium in. We're going to be talking a little bit about calcium supplementations and maybe the risks associated with that. Uh, but when we're talking about calcium specifically, uh, we need to balance it. It's not just more is better. Uh, because as we know, uh, calcium can also be stored in our arteries, in our veins, you know, calcification leading to heart attack, cardiovascular disease and stroke, uh, but also calcification of gallstones and kidney stones, which are no fun as well. So that balance of our calcium is maintained primarily through vitamins D, which regulates the absorption and balancing levels of calcium in the body. And then vitamin K, which is known to tell calcium where to be stored in our body and specifically telling calcium, hey, go to the bones, go to the teeth, stay away from the arteries. Uh, so oftentimes, you know, you'll find a, a vitamin D3 K2 supplement that is designed to maintain that calcium balance. But we know that when we are getting calcium from whole plant food sources, the vitamin K is built in. Um, so we really don't need to concern ourselves with vitamin K supplementation. You know, it's maybe a controversial thing, but generally plant-based eaters do really well in maintaining this optimal calcium balance for a number of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really important to emphasize that bone health relies upon so much more than just calcium. I think people think, you know, oh, I got to get a calcium supplement, calcium supplement, calcium supplement. But as we've just learned here from what you've shared, vitamin D and vitamin K are just as essential in that process. Yeah. And as we're kind of branching into bone health uh, real quick, calcium is just one mineral, right? When you, when you look in the bones, all of the minerals, like specifically phosphorus is another major mineral in the bone, but all trace minerals are also uh, fundamentally important for the structure of the bone. Collagen, which is, a, of course, a protein um, essential for bone uh, formation and growth. But the most important thing just on the topic of bone is activity, physical activity, specifically weight bearing exercises, moving against gravity, maintaining muscle mass on your bones actually triggers the bone telling the bone, hey, grow stronger. Hey, grow more. Um, and this, of course, becomes much more and more important as we age. Where are you? I just thought of something. Oh, I don't mean to interrupt you. Please do. Well, I was just I was this is just a little um, personal anecdote. Ben and I just got a new scale. That's a very fancy scale. It's a smart oh, scale. It's yeah. a Withings. Is that what it's called? A Withings, Withings scale? Yeah. We usually don't do the whole scale thing, but um, but we have a scale and it actually measures BMI. It measures bone density and bone mass or bone mass, bone mass. So of course it's not, you know, not a replacement for a DEXA scan or anything like that, but it measures your bone mass. And it also shows you where you, where your bone mass is in terms of like the uh, average healthy. percentile, yeah, healthy percentile. And I was, I was, you know, a little toot my horn here. I was impressed to see that I was up at the top of Susanna's, the healthy percentile. Yeah, I don't know if you guys knew, but <laughs> Susanna's quite big bones, I guess. Just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. Strong bones. It's all that good 
weight-bearing exercise. And of course, I'm getting a great source of calcium from my whole plant food diet, Yes, which we'll talk more about. So yes, weight-bearing exercise, that's pretty much become a routine knowledge at this point in terms of what's important for maintaining strong, healthy bones. We got to be getting enough calcium for sure, but we need to be, you know, telling our bones to grow, which is only done under gravitational forces, pulling on the bones, the muscles pulling on the bones literally triggers the the bones to, uh, you know, turn over and grow more. Um, So let's talk about calcium requirements. Susanna, I think, was the one who dug into this uh, research and found, so share with the lovely people what you found (laughs) around the calcium requirements. So it's interesting because in the United States, the recommended daily intake for calcium um, for most people is anywhere between 1,000 and 1,200 milligrams, depending on your uh, sex and age. But when you look at the recommended daily intake from other countries around the world, European countries and just all, all other countries around the world, uh, the recommended daily intake is actually closer to 500 to 700 milligrams of calcium a day. So, you know, it gets you thinking, why Why would people in other countries need less calcium than Americans? I think I know. <laughs> it's because they're smaller and they're weaker. No. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, no, no. Americans no. are strong. Uh, no, that was a bad joke. That, that was... That's a, it's a, obviously a bad joke. Yes. Um, but back to the point um, about, oh, you know, you drink your milk and you eat your meat and you maintain strong, healthy bones. This is propaganda uh, put out by dairy industry funded studies. Um, it's just simply not true. And that kind of uh, skewed science has led to inflated calcium requirements, which simply are not necessary. Um, I wouldn't go as far to say that they're inherently unhealthy to eat that much calcium because of course it always depends on maintaining that balance, uh, but certainly not necessary. That being said, when we're eating a whole food plant-based diet, we certainly can get our 1000 milligrams of calcium or 1200 milligrams of calcium without calcium supplementation because, you know, cutting to the chase here, our dairy cows and our, you know, what goat milk or whatever, whatever other uh, milk or dairy sources, they get their calcium from the earth. They eat the plants and the calcium, of course, kind of maybe concentrates a little bit in their dairy products. Uh, but we can skip the middleman, skip the middle cow, skip the middle goat and just go directly to the source of calcium, which is abundant in literally every whole plant food, but most abundant in our dark green leafy vegetables, but really also uh, legumes, really great sources of calcium. I think soy is, of course, a legume that's known for being a great source of calcium, uh, but also pretty much any intact whole grain. And like I said, pretty much every plant. Yeah. The really wonderful thing about getting calcium from plants is that plants also contain so many other great vitamins and minerals, including that vitamin K that we talked about earlier, helping the body to regulate and balance where calcium goes in the body. Yeah. So 
and this is maybe a good place to bring in calcium supplementation, which is like we said, a little bit risky because when we're just taking calcium and not in the context of a real whole food, then we're not going to be able to necessarily achieve and maintain that balance that our body requires. And we're more likely to calcify our arteries and our, you know, kidneys and gallstones once again. And calcium supplementation has been shown to increase likelihood of cardiovascular disease and stroke for that reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of people are surprised when they hear that because I think it's really common still for people to get um, the recommendation to take a calcium supplement from their doctor, especially women after menopause get this recommendation a lot. Um, but it's important to, to consider the risks that are involved as well. Yeah. So what else here are we kind of done with our calcium conversation? Um, I think we kind of blew through the information pretty quickly. We did kind of blow and through we've, the we, information. We've got, a, we've got a question um, in the chat and we generally like to take questions specifically aligned with our conversation here. But since we've got a few, a few seconds and I'm sure a lot of people are also curious, uh, do you recommend supplements for other things? Uh, besides calcium, I'm assuming, like vitamin B12 or omegas? And the answer is vitamin B12, like absolutely. We generally recommend supplementing with 250 micrograms per day or 2,500 micrograms per week um, just to cover the base and ensure that we're not going to be deficient in that vitamin that doesn't come from animal products. It doesn't come from plants. It comes from bacteria that are you know, not really we can't rely upon those bacteria existing in our guts or um, in our fermented foods or, or stuff like that. So we generally like to ensure vitamin B12 through supplementation. And while we're not big calcium supplement fans, we are big vitamin D supplement fans. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are deficient in vitamin D. It's yeah. good to get your levels checked regularly. Like, like I did, you know, I was, you know, it was like, I, we got our vitamin D levels checked in the fall and I was thinking, okay, I've been in the sun all summer, should be pretty good. I don't supplement with vitamin, or I wasn't supplementing with vitamin D and any sort of regular consistent basis. So I'm like, we'll see how well I did, you know, living in Colorado in the sun and I did not do well. Uh, so, you know, you were low normal. I was low normal. Yeah. It was like, you know, right around 30, Yeah, right around 30, yeah. uh, which, you know, it's more is better. Uh, not more like <laughs> there is an upper limit to what's good, you know, 60, 70. Uh, it's kind of a little controversial, but in any event, Vitamin D supplementation, depending on your baseline status, is of course helpful. And you know, we woven into this conversation of maintaining calcium balance and optimizing bone health. And of course, we know we've done podcast episodes specifically on vitamin D and all the things that it does for us regarding our immune system, our everything. Yeah, right? go check out that episode. And then for omega three fatty acids, it really. It really depends on the individual because, well, as long we, we do recommend that you definitely either take ground flax seeds every day or that you supplement. Yeah. And many people can get enough omega-3 fatty acids from the flax seeds. The important thing is that you have a good ratio between omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. And the best way to test this is through a blood test called the omega index test. Um, so some people, even when eating whole food plant-based, find that they need a little bit of extra oomph. And that's when algae oil can bring bring up their omega-3 to omega-6 ratio. Because we know, of course, that our fish are eating those algae, just mm -hmm. like 
our dairy cows are eating the calcium. Every nutrient that our bodies need fundamentally comes from the earth. Um, so yes, we, we can in fact achieve all of our nutritional needs while eating whole food plant-based. And of course, cutting out that middleman, uh, eating lower on the food chain, always so important. Yeah. And one more, one more note about calcium actually, because another supplement that we often recommend, um, just daily is to add trace mineral drops to water that we drink throughout the day. And one of the minerals that's found in the trace mineral drop complex is of course calcium. And you might read that and say, Oh no, I heard that I'm not supposed to supplement with calcium, but these mineral drops have calcium in them, mm -hmm. but it's such a trace amount. And it's also, what were you going to say? I was going to say that w that water is intended to be mineralized, right? You know, and that, that's not like a mineral, that's not like a calcium supplement. No, that's not. just like natural it's a very water. Different thing. It's a very yeah. different thing. And as you, as you were talking, I was rem remembering one other point that I forgot to bring up earlier in this conversation, um, which is about the pH balance of our body. You know, we've kind of opened the window and doors to a lot of different deep topics, omega-3s and all of these other things. But pH balance and maintaining an alkaline environment in our body is another one specifically important for kidney health and avoiding the formation of stones. Um Yes. So really what that means is avoiding processed foods and avoiding animal products because the proteins that are abundant, the amino acids that are more abundant in our animal foods are more acid forming. They're more of the sulfur containing amino acids like methionine and cysteine that create sulfur, sulfuric acid when broken down and, and push the body into this acidic direction. Uh, which can cause uh, a calcium imbalance because calcium, rather than going and storing in our bones and our teeth uh, like we want it to, calcium stays in our blood to kind of buffer the um, acidity that's created from, you know, that acid forming diet. So eating an alkaline diet, you know, maybe you've heard about it and drinking alkaline water, maybe you've heard about it. We should be doing that. And alkaline water should naturally be alkaline by the presence of minerals in that, not by the presence of just sodium bicarbonate or baking soda. You know, that's not really the most sustainable or healthy way to stay alkaline. Eating fresh fruits and vegetables and, and um, you know, drinking natural spring water is really the best way to maintain that alkaline environment. Yeah. How did we forget that earlier? That's a huge point. That's a huge point. Yeah. And uh, yeah, in terms of another question about trace mineral drops, we generally recommend concentrates, which is pretty widely available from Trace Minerals Research. It comes in a blue bottle. Um, I recently found it in our local Kroger brand or yeah. Kroger store. Yeah, you can find it. Yeah. So it's pretty much everywhere now, which is great. Well, I guess we kind of not only covered calcium today, but we are also uh, given great opportunities through brilliant questions to talk about other things. And we're, I'm glad we had the time to do so. Yes. So thanks as always for tuning in to another episode of Medicinal Monday on the Alter Your Health podcast. You'll hear be, be feel free to share any feedback, any comments, and share this episode with anyone you know and love who's confused about calcium and their plant-based diet. If you're looking for more support, you have two options. You can become an Alter Health supporter through our local site. It's just $11 a month, and you receive an invitation to a weekly private Zoom call. Monthly. 
sorry, monthly Zoom call with the community, and you also get a weekly meal guide. Or if you're looking for more comprehensive support, check out our Thrive on Plants program. You can go to our website at www.alter.health to learn more. All right. Peace and love, you guys. Till, till next time. Bye for now.